0: welcome to more to the point the extended interviews between kgb texas communications and innovative leaders working to create positive consequence in our communities we hope you find them inspiring and informative today on more to the point we sit down with joe fisher president and ceo of hallmark university to discuss how hallmark has responded to the challenges of affordable higher education and about Hallmark's new campus opening for the fall semester. I hope you'll enjoy our conversation with Joe Fisher. I'm Jonathan Gerwitz, partner with KGB Texas Communications and welcome to The Point. Today we're visiting with Joe Fisher, the president and CEO of Hallmark University, a private, nonprofit, faith-based university that focuses on aeronautics, technology, business, and healthcare programs. Joe, thank you for visiting with us today.
1: Sure, Jonathan, thanks for having us and thanks for taking time out to uh, let us talk a little bit about the university and our new site here.
0: Well, we're here uh, on what will be your new campus on the west side of San Antonio. Tell us a little bit about Hallmark and the new campus.
1: Sure, and and we appreciate that opportunity. So Hallmark, as you said, is a a private nonprofit institution with a, a focus on employment and superior outcomes. That's our educational model. Uh, We are a member of the economic development engine here in San Antonio, and our role as we see it is to work closely with our industry and employers who've made San Antonio their home uh, to understand their needs and their emerging needs so that we can then develop programs that produce a workforce with superior skills, knowledge, and
0: character. And you're in the midst of a capital campaign. Uh, Tell us about that capital campaign how it's going to affect your students, and what, how it relates to the new campus.
1: Yeah, it's, it's very important to us. Um, so the campaign itself is focused on developing programs that, in addition to the great facility and the technology-rich environment that, that we already have here, uh, the capital campaign is really focused on adding those elements to the environment that allow the students to really thrive. So the capital campaign is going to bring us an uh, environment that will include a student veteran's center for the first time. Wow. About 30% of our student body are veterans with special needs, special interests. Uh, student health center uh, where they'll be able to do telemedicine and on-site visits. It'll expand our student center, our food service. And then most importantly some outdoor learning environments that are beyond the classroom and labs. So we're looking at a student plaza a 50 to 75 seat amphitheater, some recreational trails, really an environment that gives them a sense of of belonging and comfort and security that allows them to be more successful in their journey.
0: Shift gears a little bit and talk, talk about the academic environment. We know that the pandemic had a tremendous effect on enrollment, especially for minorities, minority men. What kind of trends are you seeing in enrollment?
1: So uh, interestingly enough, when the pandemic hit in 2020, we were pretty blessed. So we had a technology environment that allowed us to transition very Mm -hmm. quickly over to a remote environment. And in 2020, we saw very little impact uh, on actual enrollment. But as the pandemic continued and we saw wave after wave 2021, we began to Mm -hmm. see uh, it impact existing student body and their ability to persist and also an impact on enrollment slightly below what is being reported on a national level of about 15% reduction. We, 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 we were blessed to not have that impact, but it, it definitely made a, a mm-hmm. difference.
0: Another aspect of the pandemic is the focus on uh, student health, especially mental health. What, what is Hallmark doing on, on that front?
1: So we saw that. We saw it uh, heavily hit and certainly affected minority and lower socioeconomic uh, students at a mm-hmm. higher level because they were at more risk of of losing employment uh, with less access to health care. We saw them lose more family members or have serious illnesses. Uh, And the mental aspect of it is something that we found pretty interesting. So we began to see the change in behavior, but we learned something out of that that we didn't know and that is, or that we didn't really grasp. And that is when the student is struggling with that kind of an issue, it's not always something that they're going to share. So one of the things that we did, and we think a lot of institutions have had to move to, is we had to create new social network apps for our students so that they had an environment peer-to-peer in order to share those kinds of things and then through the app, give them access to resources, counseling Mm -hmm. and partners in the community uh, that they could turn to for help.
0: Um, A recent Gallup poll found that academic institutions feel like they're doing a very good job in, in preparing students for the workforce, um, but uh, actually uh, a small percentage of students and employers feel the the same way. So what can uh, academic institutions and what is Hallmark doing to make sure that you are preparing uh, students with both the hard skills and the soft skills to be successful in the workforce?
1: So, Jonathan, I think that that, that that goes directly to the heart of some of the problems with, with higher education particularly, uh, is it's not aligned. So, traditionally, the institutions believe that they should be telling employers, uh, here are the skill sets that you need in your employees, here are the talents that you need. And Hallmark's model uh, from the very beginning has, has been uh, to address the very problem that those polls tell us uh, that exist. So, we, we partner first and foremost with the industry and we have program advisory committees for each program, and we believe they own our curriculum. So that is our primary customer, the customer that's always right. And we sit down with them, they tell us what they need, and therefore our programs are designed from the beginning to make sure that we are able to take a student and put them into a career field that's in high demand, high pay, uh, and is gonna be a rewarding and and provide a return on investment for them.
0: In the recovery from the pandemic, the, the labor market has been very tight. Uh, and a lot of young people have decided to for- forego higher education and go directly into the workforce. Wages are rising. Um, there are plenty of jobs that need to be filled. Uh, so they're foregoing that higher education opportunity. What's the long-term impact of, you know, eventually the, the labor market is going gonna, gonna to soften. Uh, we may be headed into a recession. What's the long term prospects for students who, who don't get that higher education?
1: So one of the things that I think the actual pandemic uh, actually contributed to is this dynamic that you're talking about of, of let me get there quicker. Right. Right. Let me not waste time and money and energy on an education that might not uh, align me with a job or a career anyway. So for Hallmark, it really feeds right into our model. Uh, we are a f- the fastest path. We have the, the shortest academic year uh, of any higher education institution in the nation. And that allows us to bring a student through a bachelor's program in just 28 months. So they're out making a living for up to two, two and a half years before they went into traditional path. But I think the impact is going to be that all of education is going to have to move towards that right. model. All education is going to have to move to an environment where students can get the necessary skills, the necessary certifications. And get into the workforce in a quicker, uh, more f- cost-effective and efficient way. Well,
0: cost-effective. Uh, the related part of that equation is the cost of higher ed, um, and you know interest rates are now rising. Student debt's a big issue. What on the affordability front? What can higher education do? What's Hallmark doing to make make um, these programs more affordable?
1: Sure, so two, two of our core values, I'll speak to Hallmark first and then, and then some mm-hmm. thoughts on, on the problem overall. Uh, from Hallmark's perspective, there's two of our four core values, excellence uh, and effectiveness, that really speak to the way we address it. So first and foremost, uh, a student that's coming through a program with us is going to be aimed at a high demand, high paying career field, and we use a return on investment model to determine whether we're going to continue to train. And so if you are investing money, regardless of of how much money and time you're investing, there needs to be a really good return on investment. Our programs are gonna put a student in a situation where they receive between an 80 and 100% return on their investment first year. First year. First year in their their program. Uh, And the second is from an efficiency standpoint, and it goes to opportunity cost. So the average student in Texas that graduates with a bachelor's degree graduates with about 144 hours even though they only need 120, which means them, their family, the community, taxpayer has paid for almost an extra year of school. Uh, Our program, as I talked about, goes 28 months and gets you into the career field two to two and a half years faster, and that lowers effectively, lowers the cost of your education uh, by examining opportunity costs. On a broader scale, uh, I think one of the issues that is not talked about a lot and not popular to talk about in a higher ed community is that the the rising availability of student funds through loans and grants, uh, are it's done because we believe it's going to provide more access to mm-hmm. students, but it, it's not serving that purpose. Mm-hmm. It actually is allowing for uh, an accelerated increase in cost. Yeah. And so one of the things we could do is is to calm the waters there
0: right in november of 2020 san antonio voters approved dedicating a portion of sales tax eight cent to the ready to work uh, program job training program throws off about 40 million dollars a year hallmark's a partner in that in that program talk about the partnership and and what you're doing with the city
1: sure so i think ready to work is one of the potentially most effective programs the city's engaged in it's designed for the full cycle just like hallmarks model already is so we have employer partners that have committed to hire uh, students that come through a ready to work program and then we have on the opposite end of the spectrum educators or providers of training that have agreed to participate in the program and the money is there to help bridge all of the gaps and overcome all of the obstacles that the lower socioeconomic students are more susceptible to in order to make it uh, more likely that they're gonna complete their educational journey. So we're happy to be a partner in it and excited to see the kind of impact it can have.
0: And this campus will be open and operating when?
1: So we're about six weeks away. So we're hoping that our fall start in late August will start at this campus. Great. So far everything is on
0: schedule. Anything else you want to share about Hallmark and what you're doing?
1: Uh, just that we're we're excited about the opportunity not only to expand our our uh, facilities here but the extra acreage here is going to give us the comfort and uh, confidence that we can address the needs as they emerge in the city on a go forward basis and we're particularly excited about coming to this part of San Antonio. And, and finally, I think we're really excited about the move because when we move in in a few weeks, we'll be the only bachelor's master degree granting institution in this part of our city.
0: Right. Well, Joe, it's a great facility. Congratulations on your success, and thank you for what you're doing in our community. Thank you for visiting with us today, and thank you for joining us on The Point. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you for listening to More To The Point. If you have any questions about this episode or want to learn more about our company, please visit us at KGBTexas.com or email us at podcast at KGBTexas.com.